Good evening. Hello there. So we thought we might do a little special uh, special episode. All Hallows' Eve. On Hallows' Eve. Yeah, well, this will be Friday before Halloween, but uh, you can get your spookies in order, and uh, that makes no sense. <laughs> but, I don't even know what that means. <laughs> but, uh, you get your spookies in order. Christoph's got some, uh, some scary stories. I got one mildly scary story, and we thought maybe we'd share a couple of those and uh, get people in the mood, if you will. Here's something you need to know about me. Yeah. I am afraid of two things in this world. <laughs> sharks. What they are. Oh. I'm afraid of sharks. Yeah. And the other is demons. Mm. I'm afraid of sharks and demons, so I don't go in the ocean. <laughs> ocean, shorty. And I don't play with Ouija boards. <laughs> I don't watch uh, horror movies. Yeah. They freak me out. What about you? You don't I'm watch big, any horror movies? I'm a big sissy. Uh, I'm but big. some movies that are considered horror movies aren't really horror. Like... Like uh, A Quiet Place was listed as a horror yeah, that's movie. Yeah, But that's, that's not true. a horror movie. No. That's like a thriller. Yeah. I'm good with thrillers. How are you with thriller? Michael Jackson. I like that. It yeah. scared me a little bit when yeah. I was a kid. Yeah, me too. <laughs> it might still scare me now if I watch it again. I like scary movies. Like, I just watched the newest Halloween. Yeah? You know, they're stupid. When are I was they? camping, I watched, uh, they did like a remake of Friday the 13th, like 10 or 12 years ago. It was the wor- dumbest movie I've ever seen. But just being camping and watching that, I would like sit in my camper and. Does it freak you out it. a little bit? Not really. No. No. In the new Halloween, is Halloween the one with Jason? No, that's Fr- that's uh, Friday the Thirteenth. No, Halloween that's is Michael. Uh, Wait, who? Michael Myers. Michael Myers. Freddy is. Freddy Krueger's Friday the Thirteenth. No, he's night uh, nightmare. Nightmare on Elm Street. On Elm Street, yeah. See, that's why I don't know these things because I don't watch them. To me. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, you're the movie genius, <laughs> and I don't watch horror movies. Michael Myers, probably, those are probably my favorite series. Now, my favorite scary movie of all time is the old black and white Night of the Living Dead. Really? Oh, it's so good, and it's cool because, like, you know, there was no such thing as zombies before that movie, so I've heard. Like, he created that whole he created genre. zombies? I think he made it, the whole movie, for like 6000 bucks. I don't even know if he'd made a movie before that. He really? got all, like, his extras were all just locals from, like, Allegheny can- uh, County, Pennsylvania or something. And, yeah, it was, it's kind of interesting when you learn the history. And then you watch, and you're like, oh, that's pretty awesome. $6,000 then was a lot of money, though, right? I don't, I, it was pretty low budget. Yeah. Yeah, even for, for a movie, it was, yeah. I've never seen it. Yeah. Because I don't like it. Yeah, it's good. Creeps it's good. One out. of the first uh, movies to have a African American hero, I believe. Really, he was the hero in it. Yeah, because because the joke is now on horror movies that the black guy dies first. Yeah, yeah, right? but it's, not in that one. Not in this one. He was He's the, hero. the hero. He's the hero. In fact, he got to sm- smack some white people around because they would go like hysterical and go crazy because there's zombies coming in on their house. And they would go just nuts, and so he'd smack around. Get your head in the game. All right. Yeah. So. Okay. Maybe I'd have to catch up on that. Yeah. One. Yeah. Do you so, own that movie? Mm, I don't know. I might. I might. Of course own you it. do. I don't know. You own every movie. Yeah. So we were gonna tell yeah. my personal scary stories. Yeah, I got that one, the fan story. But Christoph's got some. Why don't you start with the one uh, from your church? So this one, still, he told me this. 
probably around the time we first met. And, and it's dumb, it right? It's dumb. But it's, you think about it. Every time I'm in a church at night, and I'm in, I work in a church, and it's a big old dark church. And right. When whenever I'm here at night, or even our the last church I was at, like I would think about it, but not until the sun goes down. And I'm alone in the building. That's right. Yeah. Because yeah, when you hear the story, you're like, oh, it's kind of silly. But yeah. then when you're alone at a church, you think about it and it freaks right. you out a little bit. So <clears throat> I was a teenager. I was in high school. Uh, we had a lock-in at my church. Pretty big church, probably like a hundred kids. Explain to the folks at home what a lock-in in is. the church. A lock-in is you just get locked in the church and you're like playing games and music and you got to stay awake all night. If you fall asleep, they hit you with squirt guns. Yeah. And that's the deal. So, and sometimes you go do like some fun stuff outside the church. Like we will go to like a sports complex yes. and be there for a couple of hours and then back <clears throat> to the church. So there's a hundred of us. The, the big deal there at this really big church was to play hide and seek in the dark. Mm-hmm. And so all the lights are off in the entire building, and it's a pretty big kind of complex. Yeah. <clears throat> and uh, except for the room that we're in, the light's on in that one room, and the youth director, Mr. Bob, Mr. Bob looks out across these hundred kids, Yeah. and he says, hey, kids, we're going to play hide-and-seek in the dark now. And uh, what you need to know is there's normally not people in the church building at this time. And uh, you probably didn't know that when – there's not supposed to be people in the church. That's when the demons run around. And he clicked the light off. Oh. <laughs> and so freaked out a little bit, but you're a teenage boy, and you're like, yeah, I'm tough. Yeah. I don't, I'm not worried about that. And so we played the game. Didn't really have a second thought of it yeah. at all. Um, and then if I was ever in the church building alone, you know, which didn't happen very often, yeah. if I was like the last one out or what, you kind of have that thought oh, and kind of shake your head silly. But years later, <clears throat> I was uh, – I was doing a like a coffee house kind of yeah. deal at the church. And you're like an adult at this point. I'm an adult. Right? I'm a yeah. grown man. I'm married. I got kids. I own my own home. Yeah. Like, I'm a contributing member of society at this point. Yeah. And I'm not supposed to be afraid of things like that. <laughs> and uh, so we do this coffee house thing, and uh, and I'm the last one out. My job is at the end to make sure lights are off and doors are locked, alarm set, the whole deal. So... Uh, Sorry, that's me making noises with the cord here. Yeah. No, that's the demons. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, yeah, I head out. Everybody's gone. I set the alarm, lock the door, and I'm driving around this big sanctuary. And as I come around the other side, I realize that the stage lights are still on. I'm like, oh, no. You know, and they're the ones that get real hot. So you can't leave them on all night. And so I unlock the door, turn the alarm off, and I'm walking towards where you go to the sound booth. And the sound booth is, like, elevated above yeah. the sanctuary because it's a big sanctuary. And so you have to go up the spiral staircase to the sound booth uh-huh. to turn the lights off. And as I'm walking – oh, the other thing, part of the story is that just prior uh, to this day where I'm doing the service, I watched that movie, The Mothman oh, Prophecy. Yeah. And the kind Mothman, of an underrated movie. Yeah, it was pretty yeah, good, right? Good. Richard Gere, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. And so The Mothman, when it comes at you, you see his two red eyes from yeah. far away, and they come in real close, and then – that's the end and so uh as i'm walking into the church i'm thinking about what mr bob said like 10 years before about the demons running around the church and i'm like that's so dumb but it's got me spooked out and as i'm walking i gotta cross i gotta go across a hallway uh to get to the the door for the spiral staircase to go up and turn the lights off and as i take one step it's like a super long hallway like it's got to be more than 100 feet long. Yeah. As I take a step to cross that hallway, I look to my right, and I see two red lights, two red eyes at the end of the hallway. And I step back, and I'm like, 
the Mothman's in the church. <laughs> and I'm all up in my feels at this point. And I'm like, yeah. I'm a grown man. I should not be afraid of this. This is, I'm fine. Everything's good. I take a and step. And it is a big church. It's big, big dark. Yeah, yeah, like every sound echoes, you know. And as I take a step again, I look down the hallway and step back. I'm like, sure enough, man. The freaking Mothman's, Mothman's at the end of the hallway. It was real. And so I hustle across up the stair, the spiral stairs, over to the sound booth, turn the lights off, come back down, and then I pause before I cross that hallway again. And I'm just kind of like building up my courage. Talk, you know, positive self-talk. You're a grown man. Doesn't <laughs> matter what's at the end of the hallway. You can face your fears. And so I decide I'm going to walk down that hallway and I'm going to address whatever this yeah. thing is at the end of the hallway. <laughs> so I start like I'm I'm mar- like like yeah. With purpose, heading down this hallway, and I get maybe twenty feet down, and I realize that it's the exit sign. Oh <laughs> the my red gosh. lights of the exit sign was the Mothman, and so I'm laughing at myself, and walk at you know walk back out, set the alarm, lock the doors, and I head out. But I'm telling you, every time I've ever been at a yeah. church building alone, think even though it. it was that stupid exit sign, I still think about the demons yep. running the church. And I think about it too. I mean, years. I mean, it's, what, it's probably been twenty years since you told me that story, and I think yeah. about it every time. I've been, in fact, my kids. So we were at a we were camping last weekend, and we were telling some spooky stories, and that's the one I wouldn't tell them because they're at the church at night with me. Yeah. I'm like, they're never going to come back to church if I tell them that. Um, I told your daughter. Oh, good. Yeah, sorry Sweet. about that. She, <laughs> she helps asked me, me. She helps me clean every week, so yeah, that'll she, be fun. She asked me, but I made it funny. So. Yeah, yeah. Um, Maybe I should tell my fan story. Oh, and, this is uh, good, man. And then we maybe we should end with, uh, unless you have others, end with your your legit scary. I, I saw a saw something. a spirit, something. So uh, we uh, this is probably let me think. This is probably 2008 or so. We were living in Nashville, Susan and I, and then we had our first daughter Daisy. And so we thought, hey, let's move to be closer to family. So we were uh, getting our house ready to sell. You know, my I have three brother-in-laws. They all came down. My dad came to, to help. So we're we're fixing up this older house, and it was a crazy week. One, yeah, it was a crazy week. It was crazy three weeks for me because everyone left me, my dad, and we were there to 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 pick up the pieces for three weeks. But worst worst three weeks of both of our lives. I'm good at demo. Yeah, yeah. Then so I left you with the reconstruction. <laughs> You're welcome. So anyway, we're all we were sleeping. The, how the house is laid out is you walk into a, a pretty open living living room with a pretty lofty ceiling, and you can actually look up into the upstairs bedrooms from the living room. And so I think we were all we all had air mattresses, and we were all just kind of bunking out in the living room, which had nothing in it. There's no furniture. In no the furniture. House is yeah. yeah, totally empty, pretty much. And so we're all laying there one night. We're just talking. We might have even been talking about scary stuff. I can't yeah. remember. But we, you know, we're watching. There's a there's a fan in the upstairs bedroom that's just going, you know, just normal. This is hot. It's summer. It's August, and it starts getting faster and faster. Like it's gonna faster. shake off the ceiling. Yeah, it's we're all just cranking. And at one point, someone I think someone says, "Are you guys seeing this too?" And it and then it stops. It was me and you, and guys were in other parts of the oh, house. Oh, okay. And it stops, and it just starts going backwards, going the other way. And I'm like, hey, and I yell one of the guy's names. You mess with that fan? And he's not even in that room. And then I yell the other guy's name. What are you doing with that fan? And he's like, outside. So nobody's up in this room. And it got like crazy shaky, stops, and spins the opposite direction. So that's not the worst part of the story. (laughs) Here's the worst part. But we definitely thought it was a ghost controlling your fan. I, to this day, don't know what it was. It It was was a ghost. Something weird. It was. (laughs) It's a spiritual moment. So, uh. 
flash forward to about three months later. We've now moved, and uh, I wasn't able to get everything out of my house, so I had a bunch of stuff still in the garage. So what I was going to do is when we sold the house, I was going to come back, drive back, rent a U-Haul, and take the rest of the stuff. So it, it happens. We sell the house. So I'm going to sign the paperwork. I'm driving from New York all the way to Nashville, Tennessee. It's a good long drive. I'm doing it in one day, and I'm going to pack up the next morning and drive back. So I was going to spend the night at the house. So I'm driving there. You know, I still own the house for one more night, and I'm driving there. It's, it's about probably, I think it was like 10, 1030. It was getting late, and I only had like a couple hours left. But I was tired, and so I'm like, all right, maybe I'll call Kristoff, and he, he can keep me awake. We can laugh, and so I call him, and uh, do you remember what you said to me? Well, we were talking for a little bit, yeah, just about just your drive. Shooting and, the breeze, yeah. Yeah, making sure you're good while you're driving. You you weren't too far away from there. Yeah, it was like you're an hour and a half, out. two yeah. hours, something like that. You're like, I'm almost there, just getting a little tired. And so we're just kind of shooting the breeze, right? Yeah. Just talking about whatever. And, and I said, well, where are you staying tonight? And you're like, oh, I'm just going to sleep at the house. And then, you know, load up in the morning. <laughs> and I said, dude, I would not sleep at that house. <laughs> not with the ghost fan. I had totally forgotten. And it's, you know, that point is dark. It's 1030 at night and I'm heading to this house by myself that uh, has the ghost fan. And and I'm actually glad. So what I ended up doing, I did not stay in that house. I stayed in a parking lot of a, of a Walmart that night. So you I said, slept in my did car. you have a Honda Element then? Yeah, I had a Honda Element. You're like, I don't know if my air mattress is going to fit if I blow it up in this Honda Element with all the seats folded up, but it doesn't matter. Doesn't I'm matter. not sleeping in that it house. It did fit and it worked out and it was, yeah. But the thing, what would have happened was I would have got there. At, what, 12.30 at night, yeah. I would have got everything set up in my big living room and would have been laying there, and I would have just laid back and looked up at that fan, <laughs> and I would have ran out of that house and would have left all my bedding and everything right. and would have come back the next morning. So I so, kind of ruined it for you, but then I kind of saved, saved it. Because, yeah, it would have happened eventually. <laughs> so that's my fan story. Yeah, that was I was legitimately freaked out about that because there was nobody in that room making still, that happen. It still, and it wasn't like... All the lights were turned down. It was spooky. No, it was like everything was bright. I yeah. mean, it was nighttime, but right. everything was bright. But, but it the still, fan went crazy. It went crazy. It yeah. Stopped and then went the and other went direction. The other way. Yep. And if I would have been the only one, I would have thought I was going. I was going crazy. But yeah. you saw it too. I so. confirmed it. Yep. <laughs> so my last story, um, I was uh, delivering some flooring for a friend of mine. So I had a full time job. I, you know, I've mentioned that I had side hustles all the time. So one of my side hustles was helping this guy out. And he was doing a remodel at this house. It was like a second home, vacation home uh, for this guy that owns hotels or something. It's a lot of money, and he's pumping tons of money into this historic home. And it's kind of at the end of this long road on the eastern shore of Maryland, right up against the water. And so you have the sounds of the wind. You have the sounds of the wind and, and the waves and just all that kind of going on. And it's kind of a like it's a dead area at night. There's yeah. not, nothing going on. There's not a lot of street lights, not a lot of activity. Yeah. And uh, and I'm there at night. Like it's after a normal work day and he just needs it delivered so he can start the next day. So I take his big box truck and load it up with this flooring. <laughs> and I get there and I open. It's a white picket fence. So I open this creaky white picket fence, unlock the door, and I start loading out. It's like a, it's a box truck with like a lift gate on it, yeah. right? So pretty big and so i'm just loading out this um this hardwood flooring for him and i'm carrying it into the house and um as i walk in to this completely dark house i hear above me i hear these footsteps 
somebody walks across the upstairs. So I'm like, hello? Hey? And it's completely dark. So there's like, did yeah. I wake somebody up? Nobody's supposed to be living there. Maybe the rich dude who owns the place was staying overnight or something. Hello? Hello? Hey? Uh, just delivering flooring. Hello? Nothing. I'm like, all right, I'm just, I'm in my head, yeah. right? This is like demons running around the church yeah. kind of thoughts. I'm just in my head. So I walk back out, get the next load of flooring, and I walk back in. And as I lay that flooring down in the living room, coming from the opposite direction, I hear, oh, my gosh. And I go again, hello, hey, hey, uh, Christoph here, helping out the guy that whose business it was. And I, I'm yelling this up the stairs yeah. to a completely dark and and the house is kind of gutted at this point so it's not like finished walls it's like super creepy no electricity yet like the elect final electrical hadn't been done yet so that's why it was all dark so i head up the stairs and i'm like peeking around the banister hey i just want to let you know i'm delivering flooring anybody here nothing nothing at all i'm like i can't like am i going crazy i walk back outside i've got like three more loads of flooring to bring in. Yeah. And every time I bring it in. Oh, my gosh. Across the floor above me. And so now I'm just hustling. I'm like, yeah. dude, I, I'm either going crazy or – and it's not like animal. It's yeah. not like a scurry. It's not scratching. These yeah. are like footfalls on hardwood floor. Yeah. And so I just – I do this every time I come in. And it's going – like it goes one way. Yeah. And stops, and when I bring in the next load of flooring, it comes from that direction back to right over my head. Whatever it is wants you to know. They're messing with me, right? Yeah. So I get finally get the last load in there. Every time I bring it in, I hear these footfalls. I go, I go outside. I lock. Also referred to as footsteps. Yeah, I got you. Sorry, footfalls (laughs) sounded better in my head. Yeah. Um, I I I lock the door. I close this creaky white picket fence gate. Close that. Yeah. Shut the the overhead door on the back of the truck, flip the lift gate up. I get in the, tr- Oh no, I'm standing at that white picket fence before I close the truck up yeah. or right after I close the truck, I turn and look back at the house. And on the outside of the house is this brick fireplace that goes up to the second story. And there's little windows next to it on either side of yeah. the gable end of the house. And I see a silhouette, like a female silhouette with long hair. Can't make out facial features, but I see this silhouette in the window. And as I catch the, like this silhouette in the window, it just backs away from the window slowly and kind of disappears into the dark. And so now I'm like, dude, I wasn't crazy. There's something <laughs> going on here. So I hustle around the how truck. How many times do you think you went in and, in and out of that house? Six times. Oh, my god. Yeah. So I hustle around the, this big box truck. I get inside. I crank it up. And I'm, like, ready to race yeah. out of there. And as I pull away, I hear this horrifying... And I'm losing it, man. Like, it is, I'm lost. But then I I realize as I look in the side view mirror that that sound was the tree branches scratching the side (laughs) of the box truck, this aluminum box truck. So that was in my head, right? Like, I made that out to be the noise of the creature or whatever it was. But there is no doubt that I saw that female silhouette in the window back away into the darkness after those footsteps. Do you believe in ghosts? I believe in demons. Yeah. Messing with you. They were picking on me. Any other any other parting stories? I think those are the... No, but I need to take a break because I'm a little worked up now retelling that story. Uh-huh. <laughs> and we're, we happen to be recording in an old church If the lights night. turned off right now, I'd probably pee my pants. Ah! <laughs>
<laughs> uh, well, hope everyone has a happy Halloween, and uh, remember, uh, no bite size, no no apples. What are the worst uh, things that you pass out? They're popcorn. The popcorn balls. Popcorn's horrible. If somebody's still doing popcorn yeah. balls, you should be eliminated from. I hope someone puts razor blades in your apples <laughs> don't, and in don't your candy. Say that. If, That's if there's terrible. Balls. That's terrible. But popcorn balls are the worst. And then also, some people give you like a mix of something. Like you have to yeah. make it when you get home. Like my, don't do that. My old neighborhood, the dads would pass out special treasures to the other dads. Something for the dad. Yep. We would get that in the neighborhood too. Yeah, so, if, but I tell you what, just you, if you want to be the guy on Halloween. Be the full-size candy bar guy. Yeah, that's it. Everybody loves full-size candy yep. bar guy. Yeah, go splurge. It's once a year. That's right. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, happy Halloween, and uh, we'll see you guys next time.